Welcome to the latest episode of our podcast series for advisors considering the independent space. Today's episode is an industry update, the bull market for advisors, where they're moving to, and why. I'm Mindy Diamond, and this is Mindy Diamond on Independence. This podcast is available on our website, diamond-consultants.com, and on advisorhub.com, as well as Apple Podcasts and other major podcast platforms. And if you're listening to this series on the Apple Podcast app, be sure to leave a star rating and review. It serves as a guide to us, as well as your colleagues in the wealth management industry who may be searching for valuable content to tune into. We think about the industry landscape as a horizontal line, a continuum, if you will. And today, there are more options for sophisticated advisors than ever before. Wirehouses and big banks sit to the far left, and the fee-only RIA is at the complete other end of the spectrum, with many versions of independence, regional firms, and boutiques in between. This expanded landscape has, in and of itself, fueled much movement because advisors feel much less limited or stuck and much more likely to find their professional utopia. Last year, more than 20 mega teams, that is those managing in excess of a billion dollars, switched firms, and they represented more than $62 billion in client assets. I specifically mentioned the advisor elite because they're often the barometer or a template for the rest of the industry. That's a lot of movement at the top of the food chain, movement that was formerly unheard of. So what else is fueling that movement? Certainly, it's a desire for control. It's not wanting to be tied up, and it's railing against the forces by the firms to do so. It's client demand, demand that is for their advisors act as fiduciaries. It's growing frustrations with wherever an advisor currently sits. It's thinking of the business as a business, and that's a big one. That's what's really shifted. Advisors went from thinking themselves as employees and really in a lot of ways undervaluing their businesses to thinking of their business as a business and demanding maximum enterprise value. And certainly, it's about more optionality. So where did all of the folks go? $32 billion of the $62 billion of this advisor elite left the wirehouses. Morgan, Merrill, and UBS were largely on hiatus last year, and so their recruiting stats were relatively weak. But who were the biggest winners? I certainly have talked much throughout this series about the momentum toward independence. In fact, according to Josh Brown on his Reformed Broker podcast, breakaway activity increased for the second straight year. There were 655 breakaways recorded in 2019, which is a 21% increase over 2018. And surely, the most entrepreneurial of advisors will continue to head there. But not everyone is an entrepreneur, so where do they go? So the independent-minded, yet not uber-entrepreneurial, wind up in a couple of different places. One are the regional firms, and they were the big winners. RBC last year, for example, hired one of the largest teams, a $7.5 billion UBS duo. And last week, 
Financial Planning reported that Raymond James hit a record headcount of 8,060 advisors, and that's on both the employee and independent channels, which was a net increase of 245 advisors from the same period a year ago. While Raymond James' average advisor was historically much lower, they've also attracted some mega teams. And Stiefel had a record year too. Their advisor ranks expanded to 2,127 for the fourth quarter, up from 2,051 the year before. Even a $7 billion Merrill Lynch team joined them in newly opened space in Fort Worth, Texas. Why the regionals all of a sudden? They went from sort of being the also-ran in a lot of cases to the real winners. Why? Because they've upped their game, they've leveled the playing field in terms of technology, they're paying bigger deals, and they feel like the perfect middle ground between wirehouse and independence. But it's really what we call the new boutiques that have become the category killer. These are technically quasi-independent firms built mostly on RIA chassis that use third-party custodians and have maybe 100 or 200 advisors under their umbrellas. They're firms like Jeffries, William Blair, Field Point Private, First Republic, and Rockefeller. On Wall Street reported last week that a team managing a billion two in Orlando, Florida, from the U.S. Trust Unit of Bank of America joined Field Point. That's extraordinary. Well, I don't know this team personally. From what I've read, they were about to go fully independent to build their own firm, but at the last minute decided to join Field Point. Why would they do that? For the same reasons why a $3 million ex-UBS team in Boston joined William Blair, why a team managing a billion and a half out of Wells Fargo joined Jeffries, and why countless mega teams have joined First Republic and Rockefeller in the recent past. It's all about access to capital, not having to go through the brain damage of building something from scratch, in other words, walking a more well-worn path, better name recognition, becoming part of a community of other sophisticated and entrepreneurial-minded advisors, Oftentimes, it's about a referral mechanism from senior leaders at one of these firms or the bank, and it's about transition money up front, plus a seat at the table via equity or a path to partnership. So in this exciting and ever-expanding industry landscape, whether advisors choose to stay or go and where they choose to go has everything to do with how they want to live their business lives, how entrepreneurial they are and how important access to capital up front is. There's surely no shortage of options, and this is very much a bull market for advisors. Thank you for listening to this industry update. I look forward to sharing more with you in the coming weeks, as well as welcoming our roster of very exciting thought leaders to the show. I encourage you to visit our website, diamond-consultants.com, and click on the tools and resources link for more valuable content. You'll also find a link to subscribe for regular updates to this series. And if you're not a recipient of our weekly email, Perspectives for Advisors, click on the blog link to browse recent articles. Feel free to email or call me if you have specific questions. I can be reached at 908 879 1002 or mdiamond at diamond-consultants.com.
Please note that all requests are handled with complete discretion and confidentiality. Thank you for listening. I also want to thank Advisor Hub for sharing this podcast with their viewers and subscribers. This is Mindy Diamond on Independence.